At RBC Wealth Management, they believe financial security begins by building a plan you can trust. Their financial advisors provide advice customized to your needs. So no matter where you are in life, you can depend on their expertise to help build a wealth plan that's right for you. Let them build your plan today. Call the Quigley Group at the Eau Claire office of RBC Wealth Management at 715-858-7788 to see how they can help. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSE, FINRA, SIPC. And it's time for the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast, the podcast that gets a kid's perspective on sports. I'm Scott. Across the way is Derek. Derek, here we go. Another week, another show. Yep, another week, and we got another show for you. Now, next week will be the Super Bowl. We'll get Derek's prediction on the Super Bowl uh, coming up next week, Bengals and Rams. Uh, the, the, the thing is, Derek, you started off hot picking NFL winners in the playoffs. You kind of cooled off. Do you think you're going to have a, a winner, though, in the Super Bowl? I think I got my winner in the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, one thing's for sure with the, the NFL playoffs, it has felt uh, much more like a can't-miss event this year. I've, I've always said it. I, I love football. I love all sports, as we all, as we all know. But I, th- this was the first time in a few years where it really felt for me like appointment viewing and I had to catch the games a lot of dramatic games Derek I'm gonna ask you uh, were you and your friends talking about the NFL playoffs much at school oh yeah we had a lot of predictions going around but nobody could really pick correct after the wild card weekend well, again, next week will be the, the Super Bowl. This week, back to more local sports. And, Derek, you want to talk blue-gold basketball, correct? That is correct. Yep, the blue-gold basketball teams, uh, you've turned the corner into February, and here's where every game, the, the, immediate, uh, the immediate validation as to what each result means is a lot more discernible when you look at the standings. Blue-gold women's basketball is eyeing an NCAA tournament berth if they keep on the right track. Meanwhile, for the men's team, if nothing else, it has been a highly entertaining season. A lot of gut-punch-type losses for them this year. If they get just a few more plays this season, it's a completely different story. Instead, it's been sort of a frustrating result, but... Almost any single night, they could go out there and win. Yeah, they can go out there almost any single night and lose, but almost every single night, they could go out there and win, which makes for very entertaining games. Uh, Derek, your thoughts? Well, one thing for the men's team, they've been having trouble with the turnovers. They keep turning the ball over consistently, and that's a problem when you're up against teams like lacrosse in their upcoming matchup. Yeah, the men have got uh, lacrosse on Saturday. Yeah, turnovers, it's something that has improved drastically in the last uh, few weeks, but it's its still an issue for the team. And, and we saw that on Wednesday. Uh, you, you saw some bad turnovers in that game. And even if the numbers weren't that bad, and, and they did kind of skew bad on Wednesday in that loss against River Falls, uh, sometimes it's the type of turnover. There, there were some demoralizing uh, momentum-changing turnovers, weren't there? 
Yeah, there were plenty of those during that game. But a, a fun, a fun game too. That that game against River Falls on Wednesday. You you were there along with me. Uh, very dramatic. Uh, f- another fun atmosphere, wasn't it? Yeah, it's another fun one, like the lacrosse one. Only this one didn't go to overtime. It was a last-second score by River Falls, and that gave them the win. Kind of demoralizing in that regard, but uh, what other notes do you have for, for basketball? Well, sticking with the men's side, they are 10-11 and 11 overall, 3-7 and seven in conference play. Not really where you want to be in conference play. And their shooting percentage from three-point land is 36.3%. And just their everyday shot from anywhere, 46.2%. They're, they're at times shooting the ball very well. Uh, and at times they defend well. Statistically, they're not uh, not a bad team, are the Blue Golds. But uh, whereas maybe two years ago they got those two or three extra plays. This year, a lot of games that uh, haven't gone their way in the last five minutes. And, and Derek, I'll ask you, what do you think is going to be the key for this team when you keep having so many close losses uh, how important is it to, to stay positive in that locker room? Well, it's very important to stay positive because you still got time to get make up some ground, and you can't be looking back at a terrible loss thinking we're not going to win again. Any single night gives you another opportunity for a, a feel-good win in the, in the WIAC, and at the time of this recording, they get ready to take on nationally ranked uh, lacrosse, and <laughs> despite the record, the Blue Golds uh, are capable of beating anybody on any single day, and that's not just a cliche. No, that that's that's accurate uh, this year. The, sometimes you'll have a record like the Blue Golds, and you were outclassed in half your games, and and, the, and then you beat weak opponents. That's not the case with the team this year. They're, they, they've beaten some very, very good teams and narrowly lost uh, there are others. Now, you are what your record says you are. If you have a losing record, you're a losing team, and it means that you're just not doing enough to win. But the Blue Golds, uh, will, uh, they'll have a shot uh, to beat lacrosse uh, today and then uh, looking ahead, uh, Platteville in a couple of weeks as well. Uh, moving to the women, the Blue Gold women, uh, kind of the opposite from the men. They're getting the they're getting those extra plays late to close games out and to win tight games and and all of that. Uh, got a win on Wednesday at River Falls. They're home on Saturday against a lacrosse team. Uh, but Tanya England's squad, uh, led by Jesse Rudin and Tyra Betcher and many many others. Uh, they're eyeballing their first NCAA tournament berth in a decade. Yeah, they're eyeing that. They have a lot of things the men don't have. They have been getting the extra play they need. They haven't really been consistently turning the ball over. And, well, everything just seems to be clicking for them. They had a little bit of a skid. They've, they've bounced back nicely after they had lost back-to-back games to Whitewater and Stout, and they went through about a three-, four-week period where they weren't shooting the ball well. That has uh, turned around. Uh, that's turned around for this team. Uh, what other notes do you have on the Blue Gold women's basketball team? Well, the women are 8-2 and two 
at home this season, five and two on the road, and three and one in neutral site games. And they've got all those wins against uh, uh, ranked opponents and what have you. Uh, by the way, the regional rankings, uh, which actually mean the most, uh, the, the polls don't mean anything. Uh, the first of the regional rankings, which gives us a window into what the selection committee is thinking, uh, expected to come out early next week. Uh, it would be criminal if the Blue Colts are not uh, uh, in the top uh, four of their region. Uh, absolutely criminal if not. Uh, but there's always a little bit of doubt there. Uh, there. There's been teams ranked in the top 25 that never even sniff the regional rankings, and the selection committee is thinking them a hard time thinking though uh the blue golds are not uh if the season ended today an ncaa tournament team with the, the resume that they have that they've put together and derek as we we hit february this is a fun time of the year for blue gold sports because you get conference tournaments coming up hopefully ncaa tournaments coming up i know you're going to be checking out the blue gold men's hockey game on saturday night they're playing some good hockey of late uh, they're cooking with grease having won four games in a row and it, it would be fun for the men's hockey team to end the season on a high note after uh, the frustrating beginning they had. Yeah, they want to end this on a high note, just not the way they wanted to start the season. But how they have bounced back is what I really like to see from them. The team's leading scorer is Connor Smule, former uh, Chippewa Steel uh, standout. And Derek, you remember watching him when you were little uh, with the Steel. Uh, Smule has a shot, along with Quinn Green, too, to be the first sophomores, so that means younger players, to lead the Blue Golds in scoring in a decade. Uh, now, that's surprising. There were a number of older guys this year. The Blue Golds expected to be at the top of their scoring ledger. Hasn't panned out that way, but the positive side is uh, you may have another foundation coming for this team. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see a, a former Steel player at the top of the scoring list, isn't it? Yeah, that's cool to see. All right, Derek, any other thoughts today? I don't have any other thoughts on this. All right, uh, Derek's by the way, has a big uh, uh, state tournament play-in game for hockey on Sunday. What, what, what's your prediction for that? We're going to get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast.